All right, everybody, welcome to Dean Dome Sports. This is Mike Dean. Uh, last week, I gave my NFC uh, preview of the upcoming season, the records and uh, against the over-under win totals from Vegas. And so if you missed that, you can go to last week's episode and... Uh, Hit that up and give a listen. And so I'm going to jump into the my AFC preview now. We're going to start with the North. The North consists of Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. And we're going to go from uh, top to bottom here. You know, uh, the teams that I've, that, you know, best win totals, to the bottom win totals. So I have winning division in the AFC North. Right now, I have Baltimore. Now, this was before this past week when uh, a couple of their starters tore their ACLs. I think that's a big deal. I do believe that will affect their win total. Um, so I. Right now, I have Baltimore and Pittsburgh pretty much in a dead heat, and i i still I still have Baltimore winning the division be, just only because I think Lamar Jackson has a whole lot to prove after last year. The same could be said though for Pittsburgh after the the way they finished last season after the way they started. So. Really, I, I mean, it, it, that looks to me like it's a, it's a, it's a neck and neck. You could flip a coin, um, especially after what happened this week with Baltimore. Um, they did bring in Latavius Murray. I do like him. Um, I like him in the role that he has been in with the Saints and the Vikings the last few years, where basically he's a change of pace back. And then when the top guy gets injured, he takes over, and he and he's been he's been good in that role, you know, where he's not seeing, you know, a ton of uh, workload. But I think they're gonna. I mean, and they did bring in Le'Veon Bell as well. So, I mean, I think it's I think you're, you're going to be looking at a committee situation for Baltimore with the running game, and whether that works or not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think they were going to have that anyway with J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. But this is a totally different situation. I mean, Latavius Murray and Le'Veon Bell are really going to have to like they're going to have to, you know, they're going to they're going to have to do some overtime to crunch, you know, to, to memorize the playbook and everything like that. Uh, so. Uh, I'm 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 starting to rethink maybe Baltimore winning the division. So let me let me just I'll, I'll flip it. I'm going to have Pittsburgh win the division now at ten and seven. Baltimore is going to be uh, ten and seven. Um, and I think you're going to have uh, Cleveland at nine and eight. And let me see. I think they might just squeak into the playoffs, Cleveland. I think they could be the, your last wild card team. 
and then Cincy, who I'll have at uh, 7 and 10. I uh, did have them at 6 and 11, but I think because of the Baltimore injuries, I think they'd maybe pick up a, an extra win with that. So there's the North. I have Pittsburgh winning. Baltimore will be one of one of the wild cards. Probably the top wild card, I'd say. Um, then Cleveland at 9 and 8, and then Cincy 7 and 10. The AFC East, they are New England, Buffalo, Miami, and the Jets. That will not be the order, though. My top team in the AFC East is going to be Buffalo. And I think that they win home field advantage throughout the playoffs this year. With And I have their record at 14-3. and three. They are going to have a monster of a season. I like just about everything they've done, you know, off-season-wise. Do think that they could have maybe improved at tight end. I was I was a proponent of them trying to get Zach Ertz, but I guess that didn't happen well. And maybe they didn't even pursue him. I don't know. Um, but yes, I do. I I'm all in on Buffalo. I, I Josh Allen is going to have a monster season. Um. And, you know, Stephon Diggs is good. I, I think Zach Moss is going to emerge as the top running back um, with Singletary as your goal line. Um, and I and the defense, I think, is going to be improved and just even be even better than last season. So I have them at 14-3. Oh, I forgot to give the Vegas odds for the AFC North. My bad. Uh, Baltimore... For Vegas was at eleven, but I you can subtract one win on that. Pittsburgh was at eight and eight and a half, so I think they're going to exceed Vegas in that regard and win the division. And Cleveland was at ten and a half. I don't think they're going to reach that number. And since he was at six and a half, I'm giving them an extra win uh, initially, so they're going to exceed that to be seven and ten. So Buffalo's at 14 and 3. The Vegas odds there are at 11. They're going to exceed that. Uh looking at their 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 schedule and everything, Buffalo's Buffalo's is going to have a a great season. My second place team is going to be a shocker. It's going to be Miami at 10 and 7. Vegas has them at 9 and a half. I just I just like everything that that uh they did to to help bring in offense, offensive weapons for Tua, um, and I mean, they, they were they were playing well toward the end of the season last year, even though they were having you know, you know even even though they weren't going to be making the playoffs or nothing. Um, so, <clears throat> I have them at ten and seven, and I have them as a wild card. They're going to be, I think they're going to be the second wild card. Um, I just, I, I just like what the, that their defense is good. And I think they've improved the offense enough to where they're going to be able to win some games. Three, I have New England at nine and eight. Vegas odds have them at nine and a half. So I'm right on with Vegas, basically. And 
they're going to be just shy of making the playoffs. I just, I really wanted to put them in 8-9, but I mean, their their schedule is going to allow them to win more games than lose. And But I'm just, I'm not seeing fully the hype on Mac Jones. Uh, I think most of their wins are going to come from, you know, their defensive side of the ball. Their defense is still good. And Mac Jones will just will be able to do just enough to win more games than he loses. But I'm not seeing the hype. I'm not seeing the hype on that. I don't know if he has enough weapons on offense to be able to push themselves into playoff contention. I just don't see it. Um, and especially at the wide receiver position. I mean, Nelson Aguilar is the top receiver. Nelson Aguilar was the top receiver for the Raiders last year. And how good were they? That's all I'm saying. So f- your last place team in the, in the AFC, unfortunately for my buddy Pete, is going to be the Jets. Now, I have their record at 4-13, and 13, but I think that's going to be a bit deceiving. They could, they could move, they could... They could easily go to like a six and eleven. I could see as their ceiling for this season. Um, but I mean, they're in a rebuild. Uh, they have a rookie quarterback who, f- for all talk and and everything, he's progressed well. But still, rookie quarterbacks in this league tend to not fare well. Um. Unless your name is Justin Herbert, who had a really good season last year. But I'm, I'll have more on them when I talk about the West. Um, but the I, the Jets, I, th- I think they're in a rebuild. They're going to compete. I don't think they're going to get blown out of many games. Um, I, I, do, I, I mean, I do think they got to improve on defense. I think their defense is still going to be a, a, a question. And he's, they they do have some some decent weapons with him. I, I I think they just need to another year through the draft and through free agency to 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 make that team better. But I mean they they are on the right track. They are on the right track there. So we move to the AFC West, where you have. The Raiders, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs, which will be my reverse order there. Um, I have the Chiefs um, at 14-3 along with Buffalo, but initially I had the Chiefs being the home field. I'm, I'm switching. I'm, I think Buffalo gets home field this year. Um, I think the, 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 the Chiefs, you can even easily say that they might have even improved from the draft and through free agency where, you know, they improved their offensive line and they improved on defense. Is that enough to be able to beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl? We'll see. But I think that the division itself is getting better for the most part. So they're going to... Their schedule... Reads easy, which is why I I picked them to be fourteen and three. But I think they're going to have some tougher games than they realize. 
And but I think Pat Mahomes is going to be on a mission, especially after the Super Bowl. He does not want that to be what everybody sees is the Chiefs. You know, what I mean, they, he was running for his life. They weren't protecting him. I think it's going to be a different scenario this year, and they're just going to roll. And but I mean, the de- the defense is said to be improved. I just want to see it. So I still think that you're going to see a lot of shootout games with them. So, and Vegas has them at 12 and a half. So, but I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. The, the schedule reads as one of the easiest schedules. So that's why I have them at 14 to three. Uh, second is going to be a shock to a lot of people. It's Denver. And I pretty much have them as a surprise team in the positive. Um, I honestly, when they, when they went to Teddy Bridgewater, that, that really didn't, that, that alone really didn't give me the reason why to put them with a winning record. It's more that everything that they did off season wise, but I mean, I think Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater is going to be, he's basically just going to be a game manager for them. He does have weapons on offense, though. A lot of weapons on offense. And I, I really like Javante Williams as the running back. I think he's going to take over. I think he's basically going to be the, the, the main guy. Melvin Gordon's going to be your, your goal line. And I, and their wide receiver core of Judy and Sutton with Font as an upcoming tight end. I just I like that core. And I think their defense is going to be better. And I mean, and the schedule bore out that I think the AFC West pretty much has a really easy schedule this year. And that's going to allow Denver to 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 win some games. And it's the and there's another reason why I have the Chargers below them. And I will I will state that in a second. But Denver's win total from Vegas is eight and a half. I think they exceed that. I just, I, and especially now, when we go through the week one picks, you'll be sh- shocked about Denver a little bit, but if it were to if it were to change, then you might even be able to to put Denver as the top wild card for the AFC if they win week one. So. My th- the third place in in the, in the West will be the Chargers. Now, every, a lot of people are high on the Chargers, especially after Herbert's rookie season last year. Rookie, yeah, your rookie, your your rookie year, and you when you when you go to your sophomore year, some a lot of times your sophomore year tends you tend to struggle. So I think that's going to bear out for this team this year. And we've already learned that Austin Eckler's injured. We don't know for how long. I, I think he's missing week one, but I'm not. That hasn't been decided yet. He's and more. It looks like he's going to be a game time decision. That does not bode well for me. Also, the Chargers. When I looked them up, and I saw their schedule. Their schedule's easy on the surface, but then you look a little deeper. 
they play well now I thought I thought that they had log they they were going to be logging a lot of uh uh miles as far as traveling east but that just doesn't seem to be the case maybe But just looking at the their schedule, it it it's going to be tough for them because they, they, I mean they they got to go to Baltimore the Ravens they got to go to Philly in November so that'll be a, probably a cold weather game. Um, they got to go to Cincinnati in December. That's probably going to be a weather factor game, and they open up with Washington in Washington at a one o'clock. It just I I just think they're going to hover around 500. And the extra game, I have them, yeah, I guess it could go 9 and 8 for them, but that's not going to make the playoffs. They're going to, I have them missing the playoffs just barely at 8 and 9. I, I just, I just don't, I, I, all the, 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 the wide receivers, I mean, Keenan Allen is getting older. It doesn't look like they really tried to bring in some youth for that position. I just, it, maybe, maybe there's just, it's more of a hunch. I just, I, the Chargers, I, I just think Denver is going to be more improved and that'll leapfrog them over the Chargers. It's a prediction. What do you know? Uh, Vegas has them at nine and a half. Vegas likes them. But I think it's going to play out that they're going to go to eight and nine. And last, but not, well, last and least, the Raiders, three and 14. Uh, did, you know, nothing jumps off the table with any of the moves they made. They lost Nelson Aguilar. Um, I guess Henry Ruggs uh, is going to have to be the guy. Um, I think they brought in John Brown, which you know, I don't, I don't know. Just Waller's a stud now at tight end. He he is a stud. Um, and Josh, you know, Josh Jacobs is a good runner, and they brought in Kenyon Drake to be a change of pace for them. Um, I just, I, you know, defensively though, I just think they're a sieve. I think they're going to give up tons of points, and I just don't think their offense is going to be an, is is has enough for them to overcome their defensive deficiencies. Um, you know, Vegas has them at seven wins. They're not even going to come close to that title. They're not even going to come close to that number. Three and 14 is what we can expect for the Raiders. Which brings us to the South. And South is consisted of your Jaguars, Texans, Colts, and Titans. I have the Titans as winning the South. 
I have them at 12 and 5. Vegas has them at 9. I I just I like the addition of Julio Jones with AJ Brown. I think that is going to make their offense be a machine. I think it's going to allow defenses to not be able to double. And if they do, Tannehill will be able to know where to go with the ball. And I just, I they they improved on the offensive line through the draft, and you know, I do like. Well, their defense is still an issue with them. They, I mean, you could probably maybe subtract two wins on that total, for them. You know, make them more ten and seven. But I feel I still think that wins their division. Um, I their defense is going to be a problem, but I think their offense is going to be able to outscore whatever defensive deficiencies they get, that they have. Uh, so second is going to be the Colts. A lot of people are high on the Colts, and they brought in Carson Wentz, who is now reunited with Frank Reich. I need to see. I need to see it. After seeing the last two years of Carson Wentz and how he, his confidence, uh, steadily declined game per game per game per game to the point where in the last game he had open guys all over the field. He didn't know where to look. And when he threw the ball to open guys, he missed them by a factor of he missed them by well yards beyond to the right, to the left, in front. He hadn't his confidence was just wrecked. And I don't think that can be repaired in one year. Now their defense is a good defense. They have some weapons on offense. They have Jonathan Taylor. They have Michael Pittman. They have this new uh, Michael Strong, new wide receiver that everybody's in love with. I just um I need to see, I need to see those results. I need to see it in with my own eyes, and I just I don't I don't think. That, like their schedule is brutal, and I just think it's gonna it's it's gonna be a rough go. I think Carson m- may wind up shaking a lot of those uh, confidence issues eventually, but it, it it's gonna have to play itself out throughout the season, and I don't I don't think it's gonna happen sooner. I think it's gonna happen later rather than sooner. Next, I'm going. To, you're basically going to have the two teams battling for the top pick, in my opinion, the Jaguars and the Texans. The Jaguars could be an up and coming team with their win. The Vegas has their win total at six and a half. Again, I had the Colts at seven and ten, with Vegas having them at nine. Um, the Jaguars. So you know a lot of. Few of those games maybe could turn around for them. I like Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback. 
I like the they're uh, bringing in Marvin Jones as a veteran receiver for him, and I think their receiving core is pretty good. Is pretty good for the most part. The loss of Etienne hurt. I do like Josh, um, the backup. Uh, what's his name again? James Robinson. I do like James Robinson, but I'm not sure he is a bell cow type. I think he is, you know, for a few weeks or so, but I think it's going to play out that he probably won't be able to last a whole season in that role. And then you have the Texans. I have you know, the Texans. They're week one. They're they're not going to have Deshaun Watson. Supposedly he comes back, but I mean, it, 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 this has the makings of just an all-out dumpster fire season. That uh, they got. I mean, they got it. A timeshare running back with the receiving core. I mean, they, they lost Will Fuller. I don't. I'm not even sure. I even know who's left for Watson to throw to even when he comes back. I mean, Brandon Cooks, okay, he's he's good. Um beyond that though, I mean Kiki Kute, Chris Conley. I just they're they this is a team that is going to struggle. They lost JJ Watt defensive for the defense. I they are going to struggle. They are going to struggle mightily. I have them at two wins, two and fifteen. Vegas believes they're going to struggle as well at four wins. If they reach that total, they should call that a victory. Um, I'm not as high on Deshaun Watson as others. He's good, but without much to distribute the ball to, he. I mean, he's going to be running for his life. So that's all my predictions there. Your your playoff teams are going to be Buffalo will have the bye. And then your, your division winners will be Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and Tennessee. Um, Pittsburgh will be will probably face Cleveland in the playoffs. Uh, Chiefs will play... Miami, and then the Titans will play Denver. It'll all play out. It's gonna it's gonna be Kansas City and Buffalo in the AFC Championship. I believe Buffalo wins, and then I believe the Super Bowl will be Tampa Bay Buffalo. Your AFC MVP is going to be Josh Allen. So. That will now bring us to our week one picks. Our week one. We're going to pick the games for the upcoming in about one hour. (laughs) So the first game will be the Jaguars and Texans. 
I have the Jaguars winning week one against the Texans. I, Texans are, like I said, the Texans are dumpster fire, and that'll play out. Next will be the Cardinals and the Titans at the Titans. Tennessee will win that game. The the uh, these West teams traveling east and playing at at one o'clock Eastern time tends to not bode very well. I do think it'll be a closer game than people realize, just because of Tennessee's lack of defense. I think uh, it'll allow that will allow Arizona to put some points on the board. You, you could probably play the over on that one and be comfortable. Next. Philly and Atlanta. I have Atlanta winning, but I would not be shocked if Philly somehow pulls the, pulls this game out. You know, Philly supposedly has an improved defense. Atlanta, I don't know if they have an improved defense. I don't even know what they did to even try to improve defensively. This is going to be another shootout game, I believe. And but I thought I think you know just Atlanta at home winds up pulling it out, and but it could go the other way. Very very definitely play the over. I would not. I'd stay away from whatever the spread is. I think it'll be close. So next, probably the game of the day, really. Uh, especially for your early games, will be the Bills and Steelers. Steelers going to Buffalo. Just because it's in Buffalo, I do believe Buffalo takes this. Plus, you know, like I said, Buffalo is much improved defensively. I just like their weapons. Pittsburgh, we'll, we'll see if we'll see if Najee Harris makes a difference, and we'll see if maybe. Uh, their offense and defense is improved. They're supposed to be an improved team, but they're, they're, they're going to stumble week one in Buffalo. Especially with that rowdy fan base. The Panthers and the Jets. Uh, Panthers hosting the Jets. That'll be enough for the Panthers to take it. Um, however... And really, what I'm looking at here is a revenge game for Sam Darnold. Playing against his old team. I have a feeling that that motivates him. And I got a, I got a feeling that, that he's going to have a good game. He's got some weapons to work with. And just don't know how, how much improved the Jets are defensively. Um, and, and Carolina's got a decent defense, so... I just I just see Carolina pulling this one out. Uh, Minnesota going to Cincinnati. This one, it'll be interesting to see how Cincinnati uh, looks with Joe Burrow coming back from injury and the weapons that that uh, they've. They've surrounded him with. Um, they'll go against a good defense in Minnesota. And Minnesota's got a good offense. I, I think Minnesota's just going to be too much 
for Cincinnati to overcome there in that one. I think Minnesota wins. Um, let's, let's see. Ah, here we go. San Francisco at Detroit. I think this screams a blowout by San Francisco. Um... But because it's in Detroit, Detroit is very weird when when they when they have a home game, and and obviously it's going to be a sellout game, the first game of the season. They tend to play very well at home. You know, even you know, even if they they are devoid of talent, per se. But San Francisco's D is going to overcome that, and I think they. They win fairly easily. Any more one o'clock games? Colts and Seahawks. I see that it's Indianapolis hosting the Seahawks. Now, Seattle tends to not play well away from home. So, I mean, this, this could be one of them games where it could be a coin flip. I'm going Seattle just because. I need to see Carson Wentz be improved and not be totally, uh, you know, not be the guy that he was the last time I saw him, where his confidence was shot. I need to see more. So I'm picking Seattle there. Chargers at Washington, who does not still have yet have a nickname, uh, the football team. I, it's in Washington, so I have I have them beating the Chargers. Again, another another case where it's a West team traveling to the East and playing a one o'clock. That tends to that that tends that tends to be an issue, and. I think Austin Eckler is not going to play. That's going to be huge. Washington's got a great defense. I I, just, I wouldn't be shocked if if the Chargers just struggle on offense against a really good defense, and Fitzpatrick does just enough to win. Probably not going to see a lot of points in that one. Um. So now I think we are heading towards the four o'clock games. Where oh, Giants Broncos. Uh, I have a. I have the. I have the. That's your first four o'clock game. So I have the. I have the Broncos winning that one. I could see a scenario where. Maybe the Giants pull that out, but I I don't know. I I don't know. That one's a tough game for me to call. I uh, I think it's going to be tougher than. I think this is going to be a toughly a a very tough game to play. Um, 
Weather's going to be nice. It's another thing where I have to see Daniel Jones be good. You know? Um, He tends to only be good against the Eagles, in my opinion. (laughs) And just, I think Denver's just improved enough that I think they win. Um, Green Bay, New Orleans. Uh, I think Green Bay wins. Um, There's no Drew Brees anymore. It's Jameis Winston. Uh, No Michael Thomas to throw to. Uh, I think um, New Orleans is going to have a rough season this year. And I think Green Bay wins. Miami, New England. I think New England pulls this one out. Only because they're at home. Um, I think this is going to be a really good game. Uh, Both defenses are going to show up. I think maybe though Mac Jones just does just enough to win. This could be one of those games that comes down to a last second kick. Four o'clock, come on, four o'clock games. Where are you at? Chiefs and Browns. Uh, Browns are going to Kansas City. This is going to be a shootout. Uh, I think both of these defenses are going to struggle. Um, but I think Kansas City wins. Um, don't see Baker Mayfield pulling this one out. That's it for the four o'clock games. So then for tonight, you have the Bears and the Packers. No, Bears and uh, Rams. My bad. In L.A., it's a, I think that's a going to be an easy win for uh, the Rams. Uh, Andy Dalton, a quarterback. I mean, uh, the Rams' D should just be able to light them up. Um, Bears don't have much uh, talent wide receiver-wise, tight end-wise. Uh I think I, I think this could be one of their bigger blowouts. I think the Rams win easily. And then Monday night, you have the Ravens and the Raiders. Uh, Ravens win easily gets the Raiders, even with all their injuries. I don't think the Raiders are gonna go into Baltimore and and make do any surprises. Usually there isn't another Monday night game that I seem to be missing, I think. Ravens, Raiders. Maybe there's just one. 
I think that's your week one slate of games. Looking through. Yep, that's it. So. For DFS purposes. I'm going to give you some names to look at on DraftKings and FanDuel to play for today. See if you can maybe win some money. Just play single entry games, folks. Don't play the multi, you know, the your fantasy millionaire games where um don't play your fantasy millionaire games where it says that you could put in 150 entries because there's people out there that are going to put in 150 entries. Just trust me on that. Okay. Bear with me for a second here. So. On DraftKings. A guy to plug in at wide receiver. It's very, very cheap. Is a guy who's going to be starting for the Saints against the the Packers. Packers tend to play some defense, but these guys these guys are going to be behind all game, and Winston's going to be looking for this guy because they've had a chemistry all season, all uh, off season. That's Marquez Callaway at thirty four hundred. I also like. Devontae Smith against the Falcons at 4,500. With those two, you could, you could then build a pretty good... Uh, I like James Robinson also against Houston at 6,400 as a flex possibly. Um, or even at running back. And I like Raheem Mostert against Detroit today at 5,800. Um, and I'm all two quarterbacks, Matt Ryan against Philly, Sam Darnold against the Jets. Flip a coin with those two. That's on DraftKings. FanDuel. I like the I like the same players on FanDuel as well. So just look for those guys, build your lineup around them, and then you'll be able to afford some of your higher priced top or tier guys on that regard. And as far as defense, I'm rolling with the Niners defense against the Lions. So my takeaways from Tampa and Dallas the other night. can't read into everything how a season's going to play out off of one game. Um neither defense really really showed up. 
shocking in regards to Tampa just off of the way they played in the Super Bowl. Maybe there's a Super Bowl hangover going on more than we realize. Um, But when you have the GOAT and possibly even one of the top tight ends of all time in Gronkowski and all the other weapons that he's got at his disposal, Brady wins out. You could make the case and say, you know, if Dallas's kicker showed up, other than the 60-yard kick, nobody expects to make uh, a kicker to make that kick every time. That's a coin flip. Usually misses more of those than they make. But your 30-some yarders and 40-yarders, he should be making those regularly. And I, you know, that would lead me to to say that you know, you know, Dallas has an issue at kicker. Dallas has an issue with defense. Um, there's a lot of good offenses in this league, and a lot of good improved offenses in the division. So you know, maybe my win total for Dallas might come down a bit. Maybe the ten wins instead of twelve. So, that's my takeaway uh, from your Tampa-Dallas game. You know, Dak looked good. Dak looked good, but he threw the ball almost 60 times. If he has to do that all year, he's not going to make it. That's a guarantee. And he's got shoulder problems. So, they should have tried to give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott more than they did. The only way that they win win games is by utilizing him a lot more. And Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard might even have more upside at this point now than Ezekiel Elliott. So that will include that will conclude this episode of Dean Dome Sports. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you listened. Needed to make sure that this got out before one o'clock on Sunday. And I barely got that done, but got it done anyway. So I will talk to you guys some more next week.